Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 363. Last week's episode on reaction videos, the write-up is available at bemovingforward.com. I've gotten a pretty good response on that episode, so I do recommend check it out. The write-up, uh, I go into a lot more detail on reaction videos, You know what the phenomenon is, why it's an interesting uh, potential business model for a streaming platform, and in the write-up, I also... Uh, point out some of my favorite reaction uh, videos and channels for uh, Squid Game. So all of that is available on the write-up for uh, episode 362. Today, I'm just going to give some updates on what's going on. This will be my November update episode and talk a little bit about things I'm working on and observations. I thought this might be a good time to do that. We're approaching Thanksgiving and the holidays, and uh, you know, pretty soon I'll be wrapping up the season and then taking uh, part of December off. So it's, it's amazing to me. And then uh, looking ahead uh, to season nine in 2022. Uh, so let's start with uh, some updates. Uh, the Poshmark book proposal, you know, shout out to my agent. Uh, it's been really a, a great experience working with an agent, especially one who was just so uh, involved and so committed to the process. And um, I will talk more about this on a future episode. I think this itself deserves a fuller episode. Uh, I I just kind of want to you know have more to talk about. But right now, I can give you a basic update that uh, my agent is working on sending out uh, the proposal. Uh, I will go into that on a future episode. What exactly is a book proposal? Uh, and she's put together an introduction letter, so she is sending that out to editors and, and publishers. So it's a very different process than if you are self-publishing a book, and uh, I will break that down a little bit more maybe in a future episode or maybe even a future miniseries. So right now, it's the waiting game. There's a lot of uh, waiting that goes into this process. There's a more formal uh, process and procedure for traditionally publishing a book. And I will keep you updated as I hear back. But uh, in the meantime, I'm already looking ahead to to my next book proposal, which I will be announcing uh, at some point. So, you know, again, these are things that uh, when the time is right, I like to announce them and, you know, just kind of give you all the uh, the the updates. But uh, I'm excited. I'm always looking ahead to the next thing. Proud of what we've done so far. And knock on wood, hopefully uh, hopefully a publisher will be um, interested in taking this Poshmark book. And uh, I think there is a, there is a healthy market for this. Um, speaking of which, I have been uh, continually connecting with writers on Twitter. Uh, if you are on Twitter and you are a writer, I recommend check out the hashtag writing community. There's so many authors out there, and it's great to see everyone just working on their projects, sharing what, uh, where they are, asking questions, connecting. You know, I, I plan on being more engaged in that community uh, probably as we move into 2022. But uh, it's been interesting. It's been inspiring, too, to see so many authors, you know, sharing where they are in the process. Some are just getting started. Others have hit really major successes. And uh, it's, I think, overall a very supportive community. So if you're on Twitter... Uh, we're looking for a reason to be on Twitter, especially if you're a writer. I think the writing community is one to get plugged into. Just start interacting with some of these writers 
and uh, follow them. A lot of them will follow you back. You can share out uh, their work. They'll share out some of your tweets and just engage. Uh, that's really the key to, to Twitter, I think, is engaging. And I've talked about this uh, with the Winnie Sun community, which uh, I'm also a part of. And that I have a, an entire mini-series on the website, which you can talk about. All right, speaking of the book, speaking of Poshmark, it is worth mentioning that there have been some major updates to Poshmark over the last month or two. I will be saving the deeper dives into these on a future episode. I am just getting acquainted with these, but Poshmark has had both a uh, an interface upgrade, so more of a micro level, and a larger business model uh, change on the macro level. So let's talk a little bit about these on the uh, micro level. They have really, really enhanced some of the CRM or customer relationship management tools on the platforms. One of the things I've been continually impressed with is how much Poshmark invests into the platform itself. And uh, there's a section which I've talked about uh, on prior episodes on the Poshmark mini series on my seller tools and that they give you a lot of data. And I think this is really important as you start selling on Poshmark, as you start building a business to take a look at your data, take a look at your metrics, see how you're doing. They've really enhanced it. I think they've they've really taken it uh, up a couple of notches with some of these recent enhancements, two of which I will mention here. One is called My Shoppers, which will give you some detailed insights into potential um, buyers on Poshmark, what, what people have liked. Uh, it allows you to create bundles for them based off of what people have liked. And I've talked about likes on the mini series. You can check that out for a fuller discussion of that. You can send messages. You can you can do a lot more. Uh, I, I'd say what I would call scale communication with potential buyers. Uh, I ha- I will be doing a deeper dive into this. This is uh, something that I've only had a chance to really look at, uh, but so far I think that there's a lot of potential with it. The other enhancement that they've just added is a section called uh, under my seller tools called My Closet Insights, which really breaks down how your Poshmark store is doing, how your closet is doing, what's selling. It's interesting. You get some really nice-looking charts and uh, graphs and things like that. You can see metrics on things like what what are the top-selling brands uh, if you have a large closet? Uh, are things selling at full price or negotiated price? You can look at those types of metrics, get more of the 10,000-foot view of how your business is doing, and that may give you some... Uh, uh, goals that may that may help you set some goals for uh, future, you know, coming weeks or months. And uh, again, I'll be taking a deeper dive into this at some point and going more into these on a future episode. So, the My Seller Tools section, Poshmark is continually adding new features to the the seller side, the the CRM, the customer relationship management, the dashboard. And as I've talked about, one of the reasons why we've gravitated towards Poshmark as our go-to e-commerce platform is because Poshmark doesn't charge a subscription fee. A lot of e-commerce platforms, you have to pay a standing fee whether or not you generate any sales. And that's on top of fees that those platforms will take for sales that you generate, and that can add up. So one of the things I like about Poshmark is whether you sell 
a thousand items where you don't sell any items you know in a given month you're not paying a standing fee a subscription fee the the fees come out of the sales and the and the uh fee structure is fairly predictable uh you know and and I like that about the platform it's one, I think one of the advantages of it and for a small business in particular I think Poshmark is recognizing that the small business community and the larger business community that this can be a really uh effective B2C platform Poshmark's roots were in was developed uh, originally as a solution for individuals to clean out their closets. You have leftover stuff in your closet. You could donate it. You could try to sell it, uh, let's say, at a flea market or uh, you know, have a clearance sale on your front lawn. Now you have an e-commerce solution, and but that has grown. That has evolved, and we got onto Poshmark in 2018 when it was still mostly a, a solo seller platform, we utilized it as for a small business, and I think you're starting to see more and more small businesses on Poshmark, especially with the developments uh, into the platform itself. Poshmark has now expanded into brands. Larger brands can now tap into the power of Poshmark and the community and, and the, the buyers that are on there. So brands uh, are now uh, able to sell on Poshmark and again, I'll, I'll take a, a deeper dive into this on a future episode, but I think Poshmark is recognizing that um, brands and businesses have a place and can do very well on this platform and can be a significant part of the market for, uh, for, for Poshmark. And it's, it's definitely had ripples in terms of the, uh, the overall e-commerce market. And I've talked about this, Poshmark's kind of repurpose, reuse, resell model has resonated with a lot of consumers. And uh, this is something that I do go into in the uh, in the book. So uh, very interesting to see, and, and I'm excited to talk more about these on a future episode. Again, I'm going to do a deeper dive into a lot of these, and I'm anticipating maybe in early 2022, I'll be uh, on, you know going into more detail on a lot of these developments. Uh, shortages. I want to talk a little bit about this because this is a topic that has come up uh, a lot lately. I've noticed this, that there are certain items that I've noticed that there is a shortage of, uh, you know, when I go to Costco or when I go to the grocery store, you've probably noticed it. A lot of my friends have as well. And you've, I'm sure everyone has heard, or at least you, you may have read articles and headlines about supply chain shortages. And there's a whole, um, issue. There's a whole, uh, issue going on right now with a shortage of uh, transportation. There's backlogs. There's supply shortages. There's raw material shortages. I've talked about this on prior episodes, and now we're starting to see that impact uh, uh, on the shelves. And there's certain staples that have always been there. I've had friends talk about things from like their favorite potato chips to breakfast sandwiches, to baked goods. In fact, a good friend of mine said that, uh, you know, she just had her uh, second child and that uh, a specific type of diaper that she orders on Amazon was not available. So she had to rush to Target to find it. So we're starting to see this and it's just starting to um, impact, I think, a lot of different things. We're seeing rising costs overall. I mean, you, you may have noticed that. Uh, so these are, these are real world things that, um, you know, we sometimes see headlines 
and and it doesn't feel real to us, but the impact is definitely there, and it will be interesting as we roll into the holiday season how this impacts uh, everything from shipping to 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 gifts and things like that. So uh, I don't know if you're noticing this, but uh, almost everyone I've talked to has noticed the supply chain shortage impacting them uh, directly in terms of staples, in terms of goods. Um, you know, I, I may have more to say on that in, in the future. I mean, right now, uh, it's just more of an observation. Looking ahead to 2022, uh, I want to talk a little bit about that with regards to the podcast. Uh, I am wrapping up this season pretty soon. I will be announcing uh, when season eight will wrap. It'll be sometime in mid-December. And then I'll also announce when I'm returning for season nine in 2022. I am right now in the middle of shaping up what season nine will look like. It's going to be a little bit different. Uh, I have some ideas that I'm uh, thinking about right now. And uh, as I've mentioned before, uh, I do have an exit, uh, you know, on the horizon for the podcast. I've enjoyed moving forward very much. Uh, I do have an exit. I'm not going to announce it uh, right now. Uh, But as as we progress into season nine, at some point, I will announce uh, what the exit will be. And uh, but it's been fun. And and I talked about this a couple weeks ago, your content creation journey. That's that's what it is. It's a journey. Uh, you know, your starting point, you're you're sharing part of your story, you're sharing information, you're sharing interviews, and at some point there is a there is an end to that. And as I've talked about, when you start a journey, when you start a project, when you start creating content, look at it with an eye towards what your exit is. What is your exit? going to look like. It's not something I did when I started moving forward in 2015, but it's something that I've been very mindful of for the last couple of years, and it's helped keep me focused. This is one of the things that keeps me going every week. You know, I've been very consistent with the podcast and very transparent as to when I'm taking a break, when I'm coming back, and part of that is born out of this idea that I know what the end of the tunnel looks like for me. I know what uh, the conclusion is and think of any content that you're creating, whether it's a book, a blog, a podcast, a vlog as a, as a story arc. You know, when you pick up a book, there's a beginning, middle and end. It might be a long novel or it might be a short story, but think of it in terms of those three components, your beginning, middle and end. And uh, I'm not at the end yet. Uh, There's still more chapters to write and still more things to talk about. But uh, these are things that I have always in the back of my mind. So that's it today. I just wanted to give you a couple of November updates. Uh, I have some fun episodes planned coming up. And I hope everyone is well. And also, I just want to acknowledge I'm recording this on Monday, but by the time this will air, this is this will be on Veterans Day. And uh, just want to say thank you to all the brave men and women who have served, who continue to serve. I am grateful beyond what I can express in in words. And we are forever indebted for your service and sacrifice. All right. I hope everyone has a great week and a great weekend. The write-up will be at bemovingforward.com, and I'll be back next week.